Welcome to episode three of Inside the Cave. I'm Tyler McKinnon. On this episode, we are going to do a recap of UFC on Fox Weidman versus Gastelum, as well as previewing tonight's UFC on pay-per-view card, UFC 214. Biggest card of 2017, hands down. Maybe of all of 2017, we still have to see some cards built. But as it stands right now, hands down, number one card, three championship fights. Doesn't get much bigger than that including biggest rivals Daniel Cormier and John Bones Jones teeing it up again, and it should be nothing short of spectacular. Card is stacked top to bottom. We will preview that, maybe throw in some predictions as well, see where that goes. It'll be the first time doing that, and uh, maybe maybe I'll be good. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll dive into that when we get to it. As well as a prison release that I find has something very wacky attached to it, We'll get to that later on into the program, and uh, you'll have to stay tuned to find out what that is. Um, get a little flack here for some from people I've talked to. Just you know, I've been talking a lot of fight stuff, but it's a big kind of fight time right now. I mean, you got the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor that's coming up in just over a month or right around a month, in fact. And then UFC 214 is big, and you may as well recap the Fox. So um, people are saying, "Well, you can talk other stuff." Well, baseball, I, I can't bring myself to really talk about baseball at this time. There's so so much baseball to be played. We are past the All-Star break, mind you, but I think a lot of the times if you are a baseball person, like get postseason, we're, we're dialing up baseball once a week. No no question about it. Leading up to pennant races, we're talking baseball. But with this much time left, there's not a lot to talk about. Trade deadline's approaching. Um, there's some big names like you, Darvish, Sonny Gray's out there. Maybe the Blue Jays will think about Shipping Donaldson, who knows? But you know, you gotta. We'll cover it when it, we we cross it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, kind of thing. You know what I mean? But aside from that, I just I, I don't have a lot of baseball input on, on the menu right now. Uh, the only input I have is I'm on a four fucking losing streak or game losing streak in my fantasy. It's really pissing me off. But looking like I will break that that slump this week. But aside from that, I don't really have much. To talk about, we're, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there, um, and we'll we'll get really heavy and deep into the baseball, no question about it. But just right now, tons of games left. There's no real excitement. Uh, if you want to talk about anything, it's all these players getting ejected. Actually, like Bryce Harper getting ejected, Blue Jays, uh, Strowman getting ejected. Um, a lot of people are bitching about the umpires uh, taking over the game, and 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 they are showing them up a bit. Just today, or sorry, yesterday, uh, J. A. Happ was pitching and uh, I was catching some of the uh, Jays and Angels game and uh, he was unhappy with the call and the ump was was almost trying to show him up and uh, he looked like an idiot uh, the umpires in baseball they're a little bit of cocky pricks you know they, they fuck around a little bit um, but uh, yeah that's what we got we, we, we just covered a little baseball there there you go anybody that was disappointed that I didn't talk uh, much baseball you just got a little fucking sample um, UFC on Fox uh, Fairly good card for the most part. 
Um, wasn't uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Uh, first fight of the night I thought was actually very good. That was Jimmy Rivera versus uh, Thomas Almeida. That was a um, bantamweight fight, and and look out for Jimmy Rivera. Keep an eye on this kid because he is on a twenty fight win streak, and not all of it the UFC, of course, but his previous fight was over a, a victory over Uriah Faber. So that's big name. I know Uriah Faber is getting up there in age, but nonetheless. Uh, something, to, this, this guy's he's on fire. You put 20 guys in front of you, you take out all 20. That's impressive stuff nonetheless. So watch out for Jimmy Rivera in that bantamweight division. I'd like to see him, uh, you know, fight a guy like Dominic Cruz down the road or, or you know, push. He's, I think he was five coming in. I mean, he's going to be right up there. So keep an eye out for Jimmy Rivera. Thomas Almeida was, it was a good fight. He's just kind of a shorter, stocky guy. And uh, but doesn't look to seem gas. You know, you see in the past where those shorter, stocky guy, i.e., um, Tiago Alves, these guys are a little bit stockier for their division. Could probably go down one, but suit to be in this one for a little more power. Um, but he looked good. Didn't look like he was going to get gassed at any point. Mind, he was only a three-round fight. He did win via unanimous decision, um, and he looked good. So keep an eye out for Jimmy Rivera. The next two fights, they were decent. Uh, split decision for Cummins defeating Volante, and uh, that was a light heavyweight bout, and uh, that was a split decision win for Cummins. It was okay. There was nothing to write home about. It was a decent fight. I'm not going to get too into it. As well as the featherweight uh, fight between Elkins defeating Bermudez, that was a split decision win for Elkins. Again, fairly good car or fight, but uh, not not anything to uh, get too involved in depth wise. Um, it was decent, um, but uh, aside from that, yeah. I'll be brutally honest, too. I totally forgot about this card. Uh, I, I actually, I've been so dialed in on 214 that I was luckily flicking through the uh, TV there on, on Saturday and uh, and missed the prelims, or I saw that they were on, but I, I was busy during the day. I didn't have time to catch those, but did catch all the main fights. So I'm not skipping over these because I didn't see them. It's just, eh, they were, they were what they were. Uh, and then finally, main event, Chris Weidman versus Kelvin Gast- Gastelum. And uh, this is a big fight for Chris Weidman as he was on a three-fight losing streak. He, After losing the title, he hasn't won since the middleweight championship, which he won over Anderson Silva. He has not uh, won since he lost the title. And Kelvin Gastelum back in middleweight division. Uh, if you know, he won the tough season as a middleweight, and then he went down to welterweight, had some troubles cutting weight, and is now back up to his original weight class. And Weidman ends up finally getting back in the winner's circle in his hometown of New York, Long Island, in fact, at the Nassau Coliseum, the unused Nassau Coliseum, former home of the New York Islanders. And he loses via arm, or Weidman wins via arm triangle in the third round, and uh, it was good. It was a good fight, actually. Um, aside from the Jimmy Rivera-Almeida, I would say this was my second favorite fight. If not first, it was a good finish. Arm triangle as well, which is my favorite uh, submission along with the triangle. They're kind of tied tied for number one, the triangle and the arm triangle, just because they're a little bit of those rare submissions that you don't see 90% of the time. It's either a rear naked choke or like an arm bar. So uh, those are my two favorite Weidman back in the winner's circle. Maybe he'll get back on track now. That was a big fight for him. Not to the sense that if he lost 
It would have been his fourth loss in a row. I don't think he would have got cut because he still would have been in the top ten. But, you know, you lose four in a row, then, okay, you're going to be in that next fight. You lose that fifth, then look out. You never fucking know. Um, So, yeah, Weidman defeats Gaslam. Gaslam looked good. I I think the the main difference in this fight was uh, Weidman a little bit taller, bigger. It gave him a little more range, gave him some stronger shoot attempts. And it just, I think that was the difference. I think he was just able to get those key, uh, you know, shoots off. And uh, that that was the difference in the fight. He kept his distance. Gaslam did knock him down. He did he did knock him down in the post fight uh, press conference in the octagon. There, Weidman did say he was kind of out on his uh, feet, kind of thing. He, well, he did fall on his ass, but uh, one of those quick uh, out like that, and then kind of regain your senses because he did quickly recover. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, Weidman leaves the winner. And uh, we'll see what that has in store for future for, for both these fighters as Weidman may be getting back into the ranks. Obviously not going to be title shot. He did call out Bisping at the end, but he's not he's not there yet. After losing three in a row, you can't just jump right in. But there's a ton of uh, middleweight contenders uh, right in the mix there that would be uh, suitable opponents for him. And it's for Gaslam as well. He, you know, he, he'll, he'll bounce back, I'm sure. Uh, this was a tough fight for him. He was favored. Um, and uh, he'll bounce back, and I'll be looking forward to to see him fight as well. Uh, UFC 214, that is tonight. It's going to be huge. Uh, very big card, stacked top to bottom. And uh, even like from, from fight one all the way through five, it's just absolutely fucking incredible. I am so stoked. I'm going to be one shit-faced man for <laughs> the main event, I'm sure, because I'm going to be jacked the fuck up. Um, what do we got here? Two of two fourteen. Yeah. So first fight of the night, Jimmy Manua versus Volkan Ozdemir. Uh, Seventeen and two Manua is, and fourteen and one Ozdemir. Uh, four fight win streak for Ozdemir. Two in the UFC. Two fight win streak for Manua, and uh, both those obviously in the UFC. I am leaning. And this is a light heavyweight tilt, by the way. If we're we're gonna throw some predictions down, I think we're gonna go with prediction route just because it's the first time. And uh, let's see how I can do. Maybe uh, maybe I do well, and the next time you listen to Inside the Cave, you're going to listen the day of of a fight, uh, pay-per-view, and you're going to listen to what I say, lay down some bets, and uh, all of a sudden, bing, bang, fucking boom, I got a job in Las Vegas as a, as a bookie. And, and Inside the Cave is no more. I'd still do Inside the Cave on the, on the side. I'm having fun doing this. Uh, okay, so what do we got? Manua Ozdemir. Uh, I'm going to go with... Manua, and I will tell you why. Manua, 17 and 2, right? You know, Ozdemir, he's 14 and 1. He's only lost once. He's only lost once. He's only had two fights in the UFC. Manua is two losses. 17 and 2 is two losses. The hands of Anthony Johnson and Alexander Gustafson. That is some elite fucking company. And, uh, you know, that, that's hanging with the big boys. Ozdemir not is proven. Manua is a fucking beast, too. Um, so I'm going to go with Manua on this one. Jot it down, write it, keep it. Uh, chirp me later on Inside the Cave on Facebook at ITC Sportscast, I should say, on Facebook there if I get it wrong. But if not, uh, well, hey, hey, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Second fight, and this one is, like, on any other card, is probably, like, co-main event here. Like, this is what we're talking here. Co-main event, this is, a, this is essentially a co-main event. 100% a co-main event. It's the second fucking fight 
Uh, Robbie Lawler versus Donald Cerrone, 27 11 and 11. Robbie Lawler is with one no contest. Donald Cerrone, 32 and 8 with one no contest. Both coming off losses in a welterweight bout here. Um, and this is first fight for Robbie Lawler since losing the title to Tyron Woodley. Uh, he hasn't fought in over a year, so that's going to be a little rusty. Uh, Cerrone lost to Maz- Masvidal, and, um, you know, he was a, uh, a definitely a welterweight contender as well. He's right in the mix, so Masvidal is not a, a, a crushing defeat by any sense. He's right in there, and he's going to be getting um, his shot soon if uh, if he can get he bounce back from a, a loss that he suffered uh, recently. But um, this is a tough one for me. I got no horse in the race. I actually really like both of these fighters. I, I I want to say I'm gonna go with Lawler. I'm gonna go with Lawler, and I just think these two guys are gonna stand and bang. They're gonna stand and bang, and I think he's just got the power. I think he's, you know, he's he he, he can take some shots. I don't think Cerrone Cerrone has the hardest hands, so I'm gonna go Lawler. Is could there be a, the the one thing I would would say that I'm gonna lean over to Cerrone is is there gonna be rust probably. And did Robbie Lawler just catch lightning in a bottle? Did he catch lightning in a bottle and uh, at one point in his career and then all of a sudden he just took off? Because I, I, I don't think I can remember a time where I would have ever thought Robbie Lawler would be UFC welterweight champion. I also don't think there was ever a time where I thought Michael Bisping would be UFC middleweight champion. But that's just the way it goes. He's got late bloomers. And I don't think Michael Bisping is going to be a UFC middleweight champion for a long time. I, I just really don't. I don't think he's that good. Um, Lawler, much better fighter than Michael Bisping, in my opinion. And uh, there's going to be rust. I, I, I'm still going to go Lawler. I really don't care who wins this one. I'm, I'm, cheer for, I'm just cheering for a good fight because I think this is your fight of the night right here. If I had to throw down some large cash, I'm saying Lawler Cerrone is your fight of the night. Um, yeah, probably 100%. That's, that's what I'd go with. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I'd do that. Fuck, there's a lot of good fights on here though. So, it's, um, but uh, I, I'd do that just by past history. Um, the one thing I would say for Cerrone to get a chance to win is he's got to throw those leg kicks. He's got to throw those leg kicks counter with some combinations because that's what he likes to do. Kind of, he always throws those leg kicks. He tries to weaken the legs, weaken the legs, and then he'll go up high. So he could get one of those off, a little rust from Lawler, and I could see it going through. I almost want to, I'm almost like changing my pick right now, but I'll stick with Lawler. I'm going to stick with Lawler, but um, it should be a great fight. So I'm going to take Law. So we got Manua and Lawler moving on to th- fight number three and already into the championship rounds as it's Chris Cyborg taking on Tanya Evinger for the women's featherweight title. Cyborg 17 and 1 with one no contest. Evinger 19 and 5 with one no contest. She's on a 10 fight win streak. This is her first fight in the UFC. She was the former Invicta champion. Tanya Evinger was. And Chris Cyborg 17 and 1. Her very first fight, she lost. So that goes to tell you what's going on of recent. 17 fight win streak. The one no contest was in the mix there, but 17 straight fights without a loss. And I'm going to have to take Cyborg all the way on this one. Just, I don't know, you lose your first fight. Chick's a freak. Trix is, she's a freak. Just shredded. And you lose your first fight and you're on a 17 fight win streak. 
It's like one of those, oh, yeah, okay, I learned my lesson. I don't want that to happen again. And then you start just beating the shit out of chicks. There's just, it, literally, that's why I'm doing it. It's just record and just, there's just no signs pointing to to Avenger winning. I just, yeah. Cyborg, I just, the numbers alone, I'm going, I'm going to take a statist- statistical stand on this one, and I'm going Chris Cyborg. Uh, so there we go. We got Manua Lawler, Cyborg, and that brings us to the co-main event of the evening. For the welterweight championship of the world, Tyron Woodley, 17-3-1 versus Damian Maya. 25 and 6. Woodley on a four fight win streak. Uh, or sorry, four four white win streak and a draw in his last five. And Damian Maya, seven fight win streak. And his last victory was over Masvidal, who we earlier referred to Cerrone losing to. So this is kind of how the road Maya got there. Cerrone lost to Masvidal. Masvidal fought Maya. And bing bang, we're right here. So. You might think that winner versus Lawler Cerrone might be in a Masvidal uh, type area. I don't know if Cerrone would go back to back with him, or you know, two out of three. But we shall see. Um, ooh, this is a tough one. I, I I'm gonna take Woodley. Uh, I mean, he, he's he's a heavy goddamn hitter, and I just I just I'm gonna be a bias on this one, bias opinion. I hate I hate Damian Maya. I mean I don't hate the guy. I hate his style. I think he has one of the more most boring fight styles um, in the UFC uh, to date. And uh, I mean he's a submission guy, but there's been submission guys in the past that are, are somewhat exciting, like Frank Mir, submission guy. The Noguera brothers, they were submission guys, but at least they do a little bit of shit. Like you know, Damian Maya is. Kind of similar to like John Little Bitch Fitch. Little Bitch Fitch. Oh, that guy was painful to watch. And uh, I just don't like his style. He's just, he's just boring. I don't want Damian Maya to be welterweight champion of the world. I just really, there's a whole bunch of me that does not want to hear those words said by Bruce Buffer or Dana White in a press conference or at any time because I just don't like his style. And I don't want him to be champion. I'm going to go Woodley. I think he's got to be careful, though, because Maya's going to obviously try and wrestle him. You're not going to stand with Tyron Woodley if you're not a uh, a stand-up fighter. So I'm a little nervous for Woodley, to be honest. I'm quite nervous. But I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him. TKO, third round. We're even picking round here. Tyron Woodley remains UFC welterweight champion. And then to the main event. Oh, what a main event it is. Daniel Cormier versus John Bones Jones, 19 and 1. Daniel Cormier, 22 and 1. John Jones, Cormier's only loss is to John Jones, and John Jones' only loss was via disqualification way back in the day versus Matt Hamill for illegal elbows, 12 to 6. And his last fight is April of 2016, and this is for the light heavyweight championship of the world. Uh, should be a dandy, and um, it's going to be a tough one to pick. A tough one to pick. I'm going to lean towards. Uh, it's so hard to pick against Jones. Is there going to be rust? It's like it's like with Lawler. Is there going to be rust? Yes, but John Jones is such a freak athlete inside the octagon. It's so hard to bet him. He's like the New England Patriots of football, the Golden State Warriors of basketball. Starts of seasons, if you had to bet your house or something. You said you had to pick one team to bet your house on. You're going to bet it 
on the Golden State Warriors. You're going to bet it on the New England Patriots. You're going to bet it on John Jones because he's that good. But, but, I want to make, since it's the first time we're doing this, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Bold prediction. And I think this fight could be spectacular. If it's not Lawler Cerrone that's fight of the night, I think it's going to be this one. And I think Daniel Cormier is just going to want it just a little bit more. I think he wants this so badly, so badly, that I think willpower and the drive and motivation is going to get him through it to remain the UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. I'm going to pick Daniel Cormier submission round four. Jot it down. Shock the world. Jot it down. I got nobody losing the belts. Three, a three-peat. Three sweep. Nobody losing the belts. And, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, 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 I would not be surprised if I'm wrong, but we want to make a bold statement on the first time we're ever doing this on a UFC-esque podcast episode. So we'll recap. Manua, Lawler, Cyborg, Woodley, and Cormier. Jot it down. Nobody's losing their belts Saturday night. Everybody retains them. And it should be a fantastic card uh, nonetheless. So, O.J. Simpson's out of prison. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. He's The juice is loose now, or will be, in fact, in October. Like it or not, he's going to be out of jail. Is it? Uh, should he be in jail still for previous crimes? Yes, absolutely. I think we all should, for the most part, realize that he did... Murder his wife, Nicole, back in 1994. He should have been in jail for the past 20-plus years. But for the crimes that he just recently committed, or, well, not quite recently, about, well, nine, ten years ago, he's been in jail for nine years. Um, for the c- crimes that he just committed, he will, he's eligible to be out. And uh, for the crimes that he committed, the the... You know, some people are saying the punishment didn't even fit the crime necessarily. It was a pretty long jail sentence. If you don't know what it was, it was for stealing back memorabilia. Actually, um, if you don't know what it was, I, well, I just told you, I spoiled it. Um, you, if you have not seen, if you have not seen the ESPN Thirty for Thirty five-part documentary, OJ Made in America. It is you got to get on it. It is a one thousand percent must watch. Actually, won an Academy Award. I think it's Academy Award, or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Academy Award for best documentary. So that's saying something when you're talking about sports, and they don't get much acknowledgement when it comes to award shows, aside from the ESPYS that are just strictly dedicated to it. But it, it won. An award for best documentary. So that's saying a shit ton. And I mean it is great. It's five parts. So we're talking seven, eight hours of documentary of, of somebody's life. Of O.J. Simpson. And it dates back to his. It starts out in his college career. Then goes to his NFL career. Then when he meets Nicole. Then the whole Bronco chase. And the trial. And then even leads up to the one that he just got released for. Like that's how far back it goes and how up to date it is it's absolutely fantastic for me it was cool because I wasn't alive for his college and NFL career so I didn't 
get to see all that kind of high of O.J. Simpson. I've always kind of known the lows. Never got to see him at his peak, his pinnacle. Always just kind of, I know him more as the guy that got away with murder more than the professional football player, the Heisman Trophy winner, and all that sort of stuff and accolades that go along with O.J. Simpson. So from my perspective, it was great to get all this new information. I mean, aside from Bronco Chase and the glove, the infamous glove, I didn't really know much about it. It ties in with the L.A. riots. It's crazy in a time where America was pretty divided between race, especially in Los Angeles. It it was just incredible to watch, and I 1,000% recommend it, absolutely. And on the other side, too, if you were alive during that, I mean, I was alive during the O.J. chase and, and, and trial and everything, but just far too young to comprehend what was going on. And like I was saying, if you're on the other side of it and were alive during that time, then, I mean, it'd be pretty sweet, I think, to just re- relive it all again. Recap it. Be like, oh, I remember that. Because you're going to remember things, I'm sure. It was a televised thing. You're going to remember maybe even bits and pieces of the trial. Bring you back. I think that could be just as cool, if not even more so than the way I was looking through it through my eyes. Just all fresh. Um, so it was a must must watch absolutely but for the crimes he committed that he got charged for he's going to be released and the one thing that i find completely completely wacky is did you know you could actually bet on oj simpson's parole hearing you could bet on it you could go to vegas a vegas sports book and bet on his parole hearing like is is that not fucked up like we're we're not we're not betting on sports just sports anymore. We're betting on somebody's somebody's life, somebody's freedom. Like that's a thing. And I mean, it looked the odds were fairly good as well. From what I heard, you had to bet somewhere in the range of around three hundred and thirty dollars or so to 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 win a hundred. So the odds were decent. But I think that it's so bizarre to me that you could even do like how does that even go down? Do you just walk into a Las Vegas sports book and just walk in there and you're just all like, ah, what do we got on the old menu today? Baseball, 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 baseball. Ah, fuck. Why did I even come in here? I knew it was going to be all baseball anyway. God damn it. Baseball, 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 baseball. TRI. OJ Simpson. Oh, it must be a horse race or something. Ah, sir, he's not. Sir, sir. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah, this TRI here is, is OJ Simpson. Is it, is this a horse race? I see it's not it's not versing anybody, so I'm assuming it's just a horse race. It would make the most sense to me. Oh, no, actually, sir, that's uh, OJ Simpson's parole hearing. You can actually bet on it. Uh, we just put TRI in there because, you know, trial, we'd figure it would just be easier to figure out. Oh, 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 fuck. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it is a little weird, but, you know, it's 2017, sir. Yeah, yeah, you're fuck, you're right, eh? Ah, world never ceases to amaze me now. Um, fuck, well, Jesus. I did not expect to come in here today and be able to bet on O.J. Simpson's fucking parole hearing. I'll tell you that much for sure. Uh, it looks like he's getting pretty good odds, too. Yeah, well, you know, the odds are in his favor, sir. He's beat the penal system before. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Absolutely, he has. Abso-fucking-lutely. Uh, 
Um, shit. Well, fuck. Now you just got my dick in a crank with that stat there. Uh, well, that was awfully weird of you to say, sir. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I can't think straight right now. I, I, I was, I was getting flustered with all the baseball. Then I hit this, and then you gave me this little odd speech, and now I don't know what's what to do. I didn't. I, I, I'm all fucked up now. I don't know what to do. I can't think straight. I, I feel like I should maybe just leave and come back. You know, sir, it is televised as well. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. Televised. Fuck me. Sir, are you asking me if you want me to? Or No, no. God, no. Jesus. Come on, man. I was just thinking out loud. Now you just said something weird. God damn it. Jesus. Um, maybe I'll just come back and I'll just think about it and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Throw a thousand on OJ. I'm doing it. You got me with the odds thing. He's, he's getting out. He's going to be a free man. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Thousand on OJ. So then you like go home and then you get your chips and beer already. And then your buddy calls you. Just ring, ring, ring. Uh, yeah. Hello? Hey, man. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Oh, fuck. What an idiot. What's, what's going on? Yeah, man. What's going on? Oh, ask me again. Jesus, fuck, man. You are you are classic. Meanwhile, this guy didn't even know that like two hours ago you could bet on this. Acting all like you should know. Come on, man. You're, you're, you're fucking classic, guy. You're, you're fucking classic. What, what what are you even doing? I'm just grocery shopping, man. I was wanted, just finishing up. I thought I'd see if you wanted to chill when we were done. Why? What, what are you actually doing? I got $1,000 in OJ Simpson, man. 1000 Fucking dollars on O.J. Simpson. Thousand dollars on O.J. Simpson. Yeah, thousand dollars on O.J. Fucking Simpson. What? Thousand dollars? Is O.J. Simpson back in football? No, no, football hasn't even started yet. What do you mean a thousand dollars on O.J. Simpson? On his parole hearing, man. You can bet on his fucking parole hearing. I got my beer. It's on TV. It's gonna be great. He's getting out, man. The 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 bookie guy told me he wanted he thought he wanted me to fuck him or some shit. He, he got in my head, and all of a sudden I just threw a thousand dollars on OJ. He's got the odds. So I'm gonna win, and then I'm just gonna win, and, and I'm gonna have sex with my wife later. Dude, that was just so weird. Everything you just said to me, uh, you tied in having sex with a bookie and then rolled it in with your wife. And I think somewhere in there I heard you rolling in money, but I'm not sure. Dude, I got this. OJ Simpson's getting out. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He's getting out. I'm winning cash. And that's the end of the story. You coming over or not? Yeah, I guess I'll come over. Man, that is fucked. And it is fucked. It is fucked that you can bet on OJ Simpson getting out of prison. There's just no way about it. It's just weird in every sense of the way. But, again, I said it in that little sequence there. It's 2017, man. Like nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> this is the way it is. And he did. He did end up getting released. I guess Vegas knew something. And uh, hey, like it or not, he's out. Should he be? Probably not. But that's just the way the penal system rolls. And uh, that's gonna roll us onto the end of episode three of Inside the Cave. Be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ITC Sportscast, all one word. And you might be tuning in on SoundCloud, Spreaker, TuneIn, and iTunes if you are listening on iTunes. 
great little thing you can do. Subscribe to the podcast. Also like and share if you are enjoying this. Uh, and I do appreciate you for listening. But if you are an iTunes uh, listener, if you have an iPhone, you're going to have a little podcast gadget or widget, I guess, on your phone there. If you subscribe, every time a new podcast gets put onto iTunes, it's going to pop up right into your your folder there. And you can listen right away with ease, just like that. So if you are listening through an iPhone on iTunes, be sure to subscribe on Inside the Cave on iTunes. Thanks a lot for listening. It's been my pleasure. We will see you next week.